This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Engaging and informative. Power Breakfast with TT on Power 98.7. Today is World Suicide Prevention Day and the South African Depression and Anxiety Group says that it has received over 75,000 suicide calls since January this year. These are people having serious suicidal thoughts or behavior and often who have previously attempted suicide. And now, as I said, today is the day when the world marks uh, World Suicide Prevention Day. It's always commemorated on the 10th of September around the world. And this year, the theme is uh, creating hope through action. Sadek says that the COVID-19 pandemic has contributed to increase their feelings of isolation, vulnerability, trauma, depression, and anxiety amongst all age groups, race, genders, and socioeconomic backgrounds. I've got uh, Cassie Chambers, who is uh, the SADC Operations Director, joining us on uh, the line. Uh, good morning to you, Cassie, and thank you for your time. Um, the figure, 75,000, let's just place it in a bit of uh, context, uh, maybe comparing it to previous periods before uh, COVID, just to get a sense of whether there has been a substantial increase or not. Yes, and good morning, and, and thank you for, for helping us cover this topic. Um, so we've been tracking the figures really closely. Um, before COVID, we were getting about 600 calls per day. Um, from the start of lockdown, our calls increased, doubled overnight to 1,200 calls per day. We're now looking uh, at the moment well over 2,000 calls per day that's incoming to the call centre. When we look at the number of calls coming into the suicide helpline, as mentioned, over 75,000 calls just from January. This is definitely more than last year and the previous year, and it's, it's growing and climbing increasingly every day. And I think this is where our concern is, is we're seeing a direct impact, um, a direct increase in the number of people reaching out, which for us, we're encouraged by it as well. That more people are knowing about SADAG, more people are feeling comfortable to reach yes. out, they're mm. calling us. So it's a good thing. Um, those are just the people that are calling us. There must be much more on the ground who don't know about that egg or mm. who are too scared to get help. Um, and I think that's why we keep creating awareness for, for, for those people who are mm. not reaching out. And what is the profile of a person that you're hearing from? I mean, I did say in the introduction that it's people from all walks of life, all cultural mm-hmm. groups and socioeconomic groupings. But is there a pattern that you're seeing in terms of uh, maybe uh, from an age point of view or any other that is uh, that sticks out? Mm. So while we can call from people reaching out who are as young as 10, 11, 12, who are calling us um, for help, wow. we're also getting people, you know, elderly, so across all age groups around the country. Um, and that's why it's also important that we have diversity in our counselors to be able to connect in whichever language, whichever gender, race that someone needs to connect with someone, especially when they're feeling so helpless and hopeless. What we are finding is that the majority of people that we're speaking to that are calling us are from the ages of 18 to 35, so our youth sector, mm. um, who, who are really struggling. You know, they're, they're dealing with a heck of a lot, uh, not having coping resources, um, not even having resources to, to get treatment or support or help, and really just not having anyone that they could talk to or reach out mm. to. Um, so for us, it is concerning, uh, you know, it's university, college students, 
Um, it's just it's young people who are really battling to cope. And when we're speaking to them, um, they're they're having really serious thoughts around suicide. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Not a fleeting thought. They might have even attempted before. Mm-hmm. So it's it's high risk cases as well. So these are mainly the kind of calls that you receive are from people, not just people who are you know uh, exhibiting anxiety or depression, mm-hmm. but people who specifically actually are considering taking their lives. Absolutely, sure. um, yeah. and and seriously thought about it for a long time before they've found the courage to pick up the phone and speak to someone. Um, but just so desperate that they're dealing with so much and often feel like there's no hope or that there's no other solution, and and that's how they're feeling. And I think that's where you know having our counsellors who have to do crisis intervention. You know, we, we get really involved with having mm. to get emergency care, whether it's getting someone hospitalised. Um, getting support services to their, their venue or their site. Yeah. It's really, it's it's not just talking about how you're feeling. This is really serious action that we have to take with a lot of these callers. And and it's, again, like 24 hours a day, you know, people yeah. reaching out. Because there's, cause there's no uh, working hours, you know. It doesn't switch off at, at 8 o'clock. Um, oh. Sometimes these thoughts can get even more overwhelming late at night. Cassie, thank you so much uh, for talking to us as always. Uh, appreciate your time. Thank you very much. That's operations director at Sadek Cassie Chambers. We'll give you that uh, helpline number as well. We'll just share it uh, with you once again. We'll also post it on our uh, social media, uh, on our Twitter accounts as well. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.